All right. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Todd Harmison. I am the host of The PIO Guy. And boy, it feels great to be back. I have been sick. I've had sinus cold for, oh gosh, this Sunday it'll be two weeks that I've had. I had the sickness and ended up going to the doctor. And oh my gosh, it just made me thankful, though, that now I'm feeling better and I'm able to be here today to record another podcast for the PIO guy. As you all know, it's something I enjoy to do very much. And so let's dive right into it. The uh, thepipeioguy.com, my website, is down right now. If you've uh, tried to go to the site, you see a great uh, under construction screen. And I'm excited to announce that I am uh, working with uh, Hardened Digital and Design out of uh, Tipton, Indiana, and they are working to create me a whole new um, website that will make it much more easy for you as uh, listeners of the podcast and, and other crisis communicators to be able to access my blogs, be able to access the podcast, and get to some more information that I want to make available to you. The whole idea is, is to create a network of crisis communicators and public information officers that are out there to work together to help each other learn, learn from our mistakes, learn from our best practices to put in place for everyone. And so that, that really is what I'm trying to build to. That is, that is the new design of the website that uh, Riley Harden is the uh, president CEO of, of Harden Digital Design that he's working for. And uh, hopefully in the next, oh, hopefully finish out, finish out this week and early next week, we'll have the, the frame of the website designed and I'll be uploading my content to get my previous blogs into it. To also get, you know, the the about me and, and some of the things that you need to have in a website, the, the behind the scenes portion. So I just wanted to give everybody that little update. I'm excited about this opportunity, and I really think it is something that will benefit everyone, myself included. And uh, I wanted to give you guys that update. Also, I attended recently. Uh, two different classes here in the state of Indiana that were put on. Uh, one was a uh, public information in an all-hazard incident, and that was put on by Texas A&M um, Engineering and Extension Service. Appreciate Delaware County uh, Coalition, District 6 Coalition, I'm sorry. The District 6 Coalition uh, hosted this in Delaware County. Very appreciative of that training opportunity. And then down in Southern Indiana, I had the opportunity to go to the uh, Rural Domestic Preparedness Consortium. It is the Crisis Management for School-Based Incidents, partnering rural law enforcement first responders. It was another great class put on by the Royal Rural Domestic Preparedness Consortium. And a very good class, RDPC. Both of those are free classes. Well, I say that. Somebody paid for them, 
But for us, the end user, the PIO, the crisis communicator, those were free classes that came here to the state of Indiana. I encourage you to, um, you know, be on the search, be on the lookout for free training classes. I've done public information for, you know, 20 plus years. And I went to both of those classes and learned valuable information that I was able to bring back that ultimately I will be able to share with you folks uh, all through my podcast, but also things that I learned to help me do my job better. And that's what it's all about. I, I can't, I can't stress that enough. It's, I never stop learning and I thrive to learn more about crisis communications. And, um, so over the course of the next, you know, six months to year, I intend to continuously put out these podcasts, training tools to help you help myself. I encourage you when you listen, give comment, give feedback. Uh, for the um, things that you learn from my podcasts, challenge me. If if there's something I say or something that I put out as a best practice and and you have heartburn about it or there's something that you think you can do better, by all means, share that information. You're, you're not going to upset me. You're not going to you're not going to hurt my feelings. I'm an adult. I'm a, I'm a veteran, senior, 52 year old adult with a big shoulder. So I encourage you to please give your feedback. And I also intend to, over the course of um, this next six months, is to reach out to some other public information officers that are doing uh, PIO type podcasts and invite them to come on the show or, or at least, you know, mention them to you because they have absolutely wonderful podcasts that I listen to and pick up information. And one of those, I will, I will give a shout out to him right now because I have known Robert for many years. I attended a class in Lafayette, Indiana, when he was down back, back in the day when he was up in the region, up in the Chicago area. And, and he came down and was uh, running his own business then doing training. But uh, uh, Robert Tornabin, it runs the PIO podcast. And if you are not listening to his uh, weekly podcast about public information officers, you are missing out. I will say that again. If you are not listening to the PIO podcast, you are missing out. He has some absolutely wonderful guests on there, veteran public information officers, not only from the public side, but, uh, or, you know, they're public, but he has them at local government, state government, federal. Uh, just recently had a, uh, a retired, uh, reporter on there that I found his, um, podcast to be absolutely wonderful and very, very enlightening. And that was, I'll give a shout out. It is definitely not competition where I'm in this to help people learn. So John Gilfoy, Foyle, public relations, runs his own company and talks about getting the message out and helping small agencies that do not have a staff to hire. And that's what John's company does. And it goes back to the message I've given out many, many times. And I never thought of it myself of, you know, privatizing it, 
but I've said every agency out there that is a public government agency, I say every agency should be on social media, at a minimum Facebook, to stay in communications with the public, with the people that they represent, the people that they serve, and that is our responsibility. And John points out that not every agency has the the funding to be able to do that. And I, I will say, newsflash, my fire department and my police department don't pay me. I'm, I'm a reserve police officer, been a reserve police officer for gosh, 25 years now. I don't receive a penny for being in law enforcement and putting the uniform on and, and the badge and the gun and serving my community. And doing social media and public information for my department is something I do above and beyond what's required as a reserve police officer. Same thing with the fire department that I, I serve. Uh, I do sometimes, some of, my, some of my members probably listen to this and go, boy, we haven't seen him for a while. I know. Um, I do serve on the ambulance as a uh, nationally registered EMT on our ambulance for our department. And on top of that, I also serve as the public information officer. And again, those are not paid positions. I do it because I'm passionate about getting the right message out to the right people at the right time so that the people can make their decision. I'm all about getting that community awareness and telling the public about the great things that are happening in public safety. So uh, I applaud Robert for his PIO podcast and what he does. And I encourage you to please go take a listen to it. Uh, I hope to have my website back online soon. It today is June the 1st. It's my goal to be back online by June 10th to serve you, the people, the listeners of the PIO guy until then be safe.